Welcome to the Tutodopio podcast, the show about an American couple totally in love who unplugs and unhooks and leaves the heartland of the United States for a teeny tiny farm in rural Italy. It is going to be a fantastic adventure, and we are really excited to have you along with us. I am your co-host, Bob. Today is Sunday, February 16th, and I'm joined by my beautiful wife and co-co-host, Gina. Say hi, Gina. Buongiorno, love. Buongiorno. So, what are we going to talk about today on the episode? I don't know. You're in charge of the production list. What's on the list? Let me look. Ah, here it is. Uh, We're going to talk a little bit about some of the progress we've made on selling this dump, um, because we have made some progress, and we've learned a a couple of new things. Um, I thought we'd talk maybe a little bit about what caused us to start the Tutodopio project to begin with, and then... um, a little news from Italy, or really a little news about Italy, and uh, and then listener email. How's that sound? That sounds great. Good. Let's dive right in. Okay, but wait. First, can I just talk about what just happened? Yeah. Okay, so we just had uh, our neighbors, who we talked about last week, Arnie and Terry, over, and we had them join us in a podcast uh, about their annual tradition of a cassoulet party, and right. they unbelievably fantastic yeah it was, it, it was it was great right I, I totally agree we thought we were just going to have a little segment of terry arnie and we decided instead we should just have a complete separate episode of uh terry and arnie and the castle the the cassoulet so here's a little clip from a little taste a little taste of terry and arnie What is it about this event that is either different or similar to how you typically entertain? 26 people is a lot. Um, My life changed when we hired people to help. (laughs) We cook everything, but we have people cleaning cleaning up as we go. And so all of a sudden, it wasn't a bunch of work for both of us. We could kind of relax. And, of course, we are there to answer questions and stuff, but that was just a remarkable thing. Every year we change something slightly. I mean, Terry will make three or four or five desserts. I mean, you want to make your guests comfortable. You want to make people feel happy. So you want wine that's good. We're always obsessive about, do we have the right thing for the people who are coming? You know, that just puts people at ease. And, you know, food, food's about friends, laughter, family, um, maybe not so much family, uh, but <laughs> friends and laughter f- for sure, uh, and having a really nice, sweet time. Doesn't that sound great? <laughs> I know we're both really, really hungry. <laughs> I am now. I'm I'm hungry for some beans and pork product. <laughs> no, but they're just they're completely lovely, and hopefully, um, you you got to experience through that episode of of what it's really like to share a meal with with them. <laughs> All right, let's talk about the house. So what okay. happened? What what just happened? Like we went we went live. I think it's called the house right? went live. The listing on the, the house went live on Friday. Was it Friday or, or is it yesterday? Oh, I guess it was. I don't know. Maybe it was. Oh, I guess it was yesterday. Is that right? Yeah, something like that. The, so what happens is I got a uh, a, a request from our realtor, uh, Greg. To download this app. The app is essentially uh, like a pager. So you get an alert when somebody wants to see your house and then you can confirm it or reject it or, or whatever. And so 
yesterday, I mean, the, the house is just, just I mean, it's on the market for less than 24 hours, and we get a request, right? Right, right. You know, so we... We were out running our usual errands. You know, people make fun of us because we go to Trader Joe's and Target and Whole Foods and Schnucks and Deerberg's <laughs> all on Saturday morning. Wine merchant. And, and the pet store and wine merchant. Um, and we got we got home, right? Yeah. And around 1, I guess. And you said, Gina, somebody wants to come see the house between 4.30 and 5.30? Yeah, something, something like that. And we had not finished all of the final touch-ups. We won't bore you with the details, but we just had a few more things to do, right? We had to fix a light and odds and ends. And so we scrambled. Right. And we got that done. And then we packed up the dogs and we put them in the minivan. And then... Right, because you're not allowed to be here when, the, right. when the, the prospective buyers are coming. Right. And so now I think our biggest challenge is going to be what are we going to do to entertain the dogs every time we have to leave the house? But this yep. is going to be a real challenge when it's it's so cold still. Exactly. But a, a good first step. Our house has been shown. Yes, yes, yes. So uh, hopefully it won't be weeks or months until some other interested party comes and looks at it. Okay, so I get asked all the time, oh my gosh, how'd you, how'd you end up with a farm in Italy? So I know what I say, but what do you say? Um, well, yeah. Why don't you just tell people? You want the truth. Yes. So you don't want what I say. No, want I want, truth. yeah, I want you to just spill the beans on how this came about. My fragile male ego. And it was about this time of the year when it happened. Yeah. Yeah, that's exactly right. So I'll give you a little bit of the backstory. I'll try not to take this take, take too long. But basically, we have um, we had some we had some friends who we'd known for a while. They moved away from the central west end of Missouri. They went out to California, and he came back to visit. And uh, we ran into him uh, nearby, getting coffee or something like that. And he said, "Oh, I got to show you. We bought you know we bought uh, a house, a little kind of a ranch house. It's in the middle of a vineyard." And he showed us these pictures that he and his partner and uh, several other couples got mm-hmm. together to buy. And it was, I think it's in Sonoma and in the middle of a vineyard. And then he said, oh yeah, it's an organic vineyard. You can go buy the wine at this store or something like that. And so after I, I said goodbye to Lou, you know, thanks a lot and good to see you. I went by the store and sure enough, they had the wine there. Those guys were living in the middle of a vineyard. Mm-hmm. Now, you know, they're good, solid citizens. They work really hard. But I got to tell you, what immediately was going through my head was if Lewis and Greg can have a house in a vineyard that's so beautiful and that's, you know, producing wine, surely we can have one. I can certainly, I got to be able to do that. I came straight home and went onto the web and started searching for property in Italy. Mm Mm-hmm. And uh, I went to Tuscany because we had been there. Mm-hmm. It's absolutely beautiful. It was, you know, there was like an extra zero on the end of the prices. There was mm-hmm. no way that was going to happen. So I said, okay, well, you know, like, what's the next Tuscany? So I t- Googled that. And they say, it comes back, Umbria. So I look at Umbria and it's a little, it's a little better, but it's still like maybe three times too expensive. Mm-hmm. And so then I was like, well, what's the next Umbria? Mm-hmm. And then it was La Marque. And, and we found La Marque, and we, 
or I found Lamarque and I started looking at all these properties. Gina's, you, you were in the office with me and I'm sending you emails. Yes. You're like six feet away and I'm sending you emails and links to look at and you tried my best to ignore you. Yeah. You thought I had lost it. Yes. But that's what did it. Honestly. Mm-hmm. I and just, then, yeah. And then you, I just didn't want to be outdone by Lewis. <laughs> Darn right. you, Lewis! Look right. where we are now. Right, and then we started down the path and never, never looked back, and never looked back, never recovered. Mm-hmm. Thanks, Lewis. <laughs> and now the news from Italy. la notizia d'Italia. All right, here's the news from Italy. Okay, this is not really news from Italy. It's news about Italy. The um, somebody left. I, we still don't know who it is. Somebody left. Uh, the March uh, 2014 edition of Wine Enthusiast on our front porch. Yes. Yeah, so if it was you, thank you very much, and please let us know who it was. So it was on page 52, and there's a whole section about uh, sort of tour hints or tour guide or you know, whatever to food and wine in La Marque, the Ma- La Marque region, which was fantastic. So here's the little quote that sort of the sub-headline is La Marche is a microcosm of everything tourists love about Italy. Breathtaking landscapes, medieval architecture, and terrific wine and food, minus the crowds. What do you think? That's true, right? Well, and it said something like the hidden jewel of yeah, Italy, right? exactly. So we were at Olio on, on Thursday, Thursday night, the night before Valentine's Day. And Ben, who owns Olio, um, was, uh, is, I guess we can say he's a dear friend. We yeah. love him. And, um... And so he came out and had was chatting with us, and Bob and, and Ben talked about how we're in the middle of nowhere in Italy, and Bob always says we're in the Arkansas of Italy, and I argued with you guys. I said, no, that's not true. We're not in the middle of nowhere, um, and that where we are has some really great attributes. And then we get home, and there's the article, which right. was which was great. So I was defended by wine enthusiasts. Right. One person's undiscovered gem is another person's Arkansas. So I think we're agreeing. So they talk about... Uh, no, we're no. not agreeing. Okay. Uh, uh, they talked about four areas in La Marque, four towns. One was Urbino, which we've been to once, mm-hmm. right? Mm-hmm. That's the... Uh, what's there? The Ducale. Ducale. Yeah, mm-hmm. the, the fantastic uh, palace there. Jezi, which is where Viticchio is from. Mm-hmm. Uh, Conero Riviera, which we've never been to. And our dear Ascalipiceno, which is the biggest town about 40 minutes away. So in, they m- mentioned a few things in Ascalipiceno. They mentioned Cafe Meletti, mm-hmm. which is just a beautiful cafe right on Piazza del Popolo. I think we mentioned it last time. Uh, they mentioned Oliva Alascalana, mm-hmm. which are these fried olive. They're stuffed olive. We eat, what is what's in them? Oh, so um, there's uh, pork and turkey and sometimes beef. Yeah, so, meat. There's yeah, some meat, meat and some cheese. Cheese, bachamelle sauce, right. a little bit of nutmeg, a little bit of lemon right. uh, rind. Um, right. Then you stuff them, then batter stuff them, them, and then I batter them, and then I fry them. You fry them, and they're mm-hmm. fantastic. They're fantastic. They talked about Rosso, Rosso Piceno wine and Le Cagnette, the winery, which mm-hmm. has a very nice Rosso Piceno. And then they go kind of gaga over Pecorino wine. So let me read what they said. Yet the most interesting wines from this uh, from the undulating hills around Ascoli Piceno are white, especially the small production Ofida Pecorino DOCG. Because of its intense floral aromas, vacation jasmine, rich white fruit flavors, creamy texture, and mineral notes, more wineries are now producing this fascinating wine, which pairs well with fish and white meats. And they mentioned chuchu and grifoni, which we both which mentioned. But I think I'd include uh, la, la Cagnetta as well and 
Fiorana. Si, si, yes. Oh, here I am. Ask, oh. like, nice for si, you. Si. Oh, <laughs> si, 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 si. Giusto, giusto. <laughs> Gina. Yes. We have a listener email. From the same two listeners? No. One of the listeners? No. We now have officially three distinct listener emails. Oh my goodness, that's fantastic. Yeah, it's from, it from? It's from our dear Sarah. You mean Sara? Sara. Sara, as Sada. the Italian, the, the Italian men who love her, mm. um, right? She's foxy. Yeah. I mean, she's not as foxy as you. She's, well, before you read Sara is is on the blog. She's yep. the beautiful brunette sipping on Pecorino wine. I think that's the picture maybe from the second podcast. Oh, yes. I think it is. I think I'm, so. So guys, gals, whatever, <laughs> go take a look at beautiful Sara. Right. Sara is the afternoon, mm-hmm. right, or evening. Sara is the hot chick. Gina and Bob, I'm going to read this because Sara, although she's a physician, a doctor, she's actually a great writer. And uh, so... This is a work of hers that requires a little savoring, right? Yes. All right. I look forward to every email from her. Gina and Bob, my life is complete again now that I can sit in my living room and listen to your voices. Gina, how come you are not on NPR? PJ, that's her boyfriend, uh, PJ and I have decided that you have the best radio voice we have ever heard. Parentheses. Bob's is great too, but I just don't think I realized how melodic and soothing Gina's voice is. I'm going to take it back. I'm not going to read the rest of this. <laughs> no, that's very sweet. Okay, I'll keep going. PJ and I have recently become intrigued by succulents, and we've started an indoor, uh, small indoor succulent garden. Well, wait, can I just interrupt just for a second? You did. Um, okay. Well, they just moved to San Diego, so it makes sense that, that she's telling this story around cacti. You really, you really want to draw out this email, don't you? <laughs> okay, go ahead. Um, we went to a succulent nursery located around the corner from us in pursuit of a cactus that would grow arms, parentheses. I have visions of this being a lifetime project, end parentheses. There was a girl who worked there who was about my age and so beautiful and well-dressed, and she looked so peaceful and happy working among these strange, beefy plants. I was very jealous and found myself staring at her in a very intrusive way, wishing that I could do what you are doing and declare peace in my life and redefine my daily routine. Anyway, it's nice to come home from a very hard day and listen to my two favorite people talk about their Eden and remember that I can always visit and that when you get older and less enthusiastic about tilling the soil or tending to your plants, my children will be your summer helpers. Isn't that sweet? That's great. Have your kids soon. (laughs) That's what I would say, Sarah. Okay, Gina, why don't you wrap this thing up? Wait, no, so we don't do Meal of the Week this week? Oh, we do Meal of the Week every other week. Oh, That's why okay. it's called Meal of the Week. Okay. <laughs> okay. So give oh, us the digits, give us the deets, give us the URLs, give us the, the handles, give us the... Got it, got it. Okay, so if you want to send us an email... Our address is tutodopio at gmail.com. That's T-U-T-T-O-D-O-P-P-I-O at gmail.com. You can also visit us online at tutodopio.com. You know what? You you sound just like somebody reading on NPR. Oh, I wish. I, that, would, that would be lots of fun. 
Um, oh, there's a new line here. It says, like us on Facebook. Just look for Tutto Doppio. I'm not on Facebook. So that's all people need to know. Yeah, Tutto, Tutto Doppio. Doppio. Okay. We have a Facebook page? Yeah, we do. Oh, okay. Like us on Facebook. All right. Um, follow us on Twitter. Here it comes. Our Twitter handle is Tutto underscore Doppio. T-U-T-T-O underscore D-O-P-P-I-O. And if you like the podcast, please be sure to give it a review or, um, or, or a rating uh, on iTunes. That really helps uh, get the word out. Tell your friends, tell your family, uh, torture your children. Gina, bocca al lupo. Crepi il lupo. Ciao, ciao. Ciao, 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 ciao. My frat, uh, my.